Well, this is week four of our Jesus Story series where we're looking at the stories that Jesus told when uh, there were big questions that would come Jesus' way or there were uh, moments where Jesus really wanted people to understand these big concepts. He, he would draw them in and say, well, let me tell you a story uh, because Jesus knows that stories matters to, matter to us, that, that when we hear stories, it, it tends to stick and it tends to become something that uh, we wrestle with more than just simply having heard some bit of information. And so over the last few weeks, we've looked at the, the, the kinds of pictures that Jesus has painted in the, in the stories that he told. And then we've looked at our own lives and said, so what does this mean for us? Right? What does it mean for us to, to take the story and not just enjoy the story and not just learn the kind of the facts that are being communicated, but to say, what does this mean for me? What does it mean for me to live this out? What does it mean for me to be obedient to what Jesus is teaching in these stories? And so this morning, we're, we're going to be looking at uh, two specific stories. They're two very short stories but that are focused around the same kind of idea. And so in Matthew chapter 13, there's um, these two stories where Jesus says the kingdom uh, the, the kingdom of heaven is like and uh, it's this big concept and one of the beautiful things you'll see as we as we look at these stories is that Jesus takes this big concept the idea of the kingdom and and in this huge picture of like well, what is the kingdom supposed to look like and as Matthew is recording the, these stories he's he's recording them for a group of people who um, were undergoing all sorts of persecution who were going through difficult things for the sake of the kingdom for for the sake of living the life uh, that Jesus has has invited them to live and he's painting a picture through the stories that Jesus told of, well, this is what the kingdom is like. This is what we're fighting for. This is what this is supposed to look like. And so he says the kingdom is like, and then he begins to, as Jesus tells the story, talk about something very personal, about something very specific for individuals who were, who were part of this story. So this big picture, the kingdom is like, um, becomes a very personal story, not just a, a political story, not just uh, something that has to do with large groups of people, but but a personal kind of moment, a personal kind of expression for a particular person. And so verse 44 of, of Matthew chapter 13, Jesus says this, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, and when a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. And then verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls, and when he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had, and he bought it. Two, two stories, right, with, with some really common or like with really similar themes woven throughout. Jesus says in both of those stories, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. And in both stories, you have, you have men that, that have come and, and experienced something that, that changed their perspective on value, right, that, that changed the way that they, they looked at things. But um, in, in both of these stories, we find uh, there, there's a choice that's made, right? There's a choice that, that says, what is it I'm going to value? What is it that I'm going to focus my time and attention on? What is it that, even when I look at the rest of the possessions that I have, what is it that, that's really worth taking hold of? And so in both stories, Jesus says, it's, it's like this discovery was made. And when the discovery was made, the next step was to say, well, then that changes my values, right? Then that changes the way I look at the rest of my life. That changes the way I look, I look at whatever else it is that I hold on to. And so in the first story, it, it tells of a man who, who found with great joy this, this treasure that's hidden in a field. And it says that he, he let go of all of his possessions, right? That he went and sold it, uh, all of his possessions, which, which doesn't necessarily mean that he, he literally sold everything. But it, but it would, would mean, or at least would be understood by the original listeners, that, um, that, that he actually just kind of like had a, a looser grip on his possessions. Where all of a sudden the things that he possessed, it was as if he, he let go of those things and, 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 and didn't have a claim to them so much because the thing that he had found was of such incredible value. 
that when he looked at whatever else it was that he had held on to, whatever else it was that, that maybe he, he was building his life on and around, that, that it just paled in comparison to the treasure that he's now found. It's a tough saying, right, to think about those, those kinds of things, uh, maybe even the things that we would build around our lives to, to make ourselves feel secure, to make it feel like we've got everything that we need. And then, and then Jesus says, and then you're confronted with something that has actual value, that has, that has, a, has an eternal value maybe as, as we talk about the kingdom of God that, that's worth investing whatever it is that you hold on to and, and, and letting go of those and investing that to, to take hold of something of greater value that Jesus in this moment isn't speaking necessarily of even possessions of what we have or don't have, but he's, he's talking about what we value, right? He's talking about what is it that, that we're actually living towards? What is it that, that we're holding on to for, you know, at, the, at the expense of everything else? And so these stories have these common themes. These two stories have common themes of, of someone either stumbling and finding something of great value or, or searching for a long, long time and then finally finding what it is that they're looking for. But there's also there's, there's things that are different in these stories, right? They're, they're not two exact, of the exact same story. You have this, this, this man who's plowing the field. He's, he's going about his normal life, not necessarily on any kind of quest. He's not looking for anything particular. And yet, and yet in the midst of the ordinary, while, while the, the, the normal things of his life are happening, he finds and discovers this thing of incredible value that, that changes his perspective, that changes his values. And so, so you find this man in the field that, that all of a sudden, as he's gone about these normal things, it's, it's different. And then you have a story of a man who has spent his life in the pursuit of something valuable, right? And in the pursuit of a thing. And so he's been seeking and seeking and seeking, and then he finds it. And what he finds is, is of even greater value than what, than what he could have expected, and so Jesus is saying the kingdom is like this, right? Sometimes it's going to be like, well, I didn't even know I was looking for this. Right here I am living my life, doing the normal kinds of things and, and kind of day after day after day living out kind of the, the normal uh, components of my life. And then this valuable thing shows up, right? It's in some ways, like, like I became aware of it or I even stumbled on it. And now I'm being asked because it's so valuable to say, well, then what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do in response to what has been discovered? Or for some of us, we have been searching, Right? We've been looking for something of value that's, that's worth investing our lives in, that, that's worth like, letting go of the things that we have valued up to this point to say, I'm, I'm on a quest for the thing that's good and right, for, for the thing that's worth value. And then we find it. Right? And that's what Jesus says, is the kingdom is sometimes it's, it's a discovery that happens in the, in the midst of the ordinary, and sometimes it's, it's, it's that we're, we've been on a quest, and we've been looking and searching and seeking, and, and maybe we've even, in the, over the course of that quest, forgotten what's even possible that this thing of value, that the, the, the value of what we may discover is, is more valuable than, than maybe what we even expected. And so we have these, these, these moments in our spiritual journey where our values are, our values are transformed, when, when we're forced to make a decision about what it is that, that, we're, that we're going to do in response to what we've now discovered. That in both of these stories, we find that these men found something that, that was a treasure beyond their wildest dreams. And it wasn't just about the discovery, but it was, it was about what they did in response to the discovery. Right? Jesus says the kingdom is like this. It's this very personal thing. It's this big picture story that, that becomes personal for someone. And, the, and then the question is, so what will you do with what you've discovered? Right? That's the way the kingdom works, that it's, that it's both a big thing and it's also a very, very personal thing. In both stories, the actions of the individuals are, are, are recorded in response to this treasure, right? They're, they're surprising, that we're surprised by, by what we see. In some ways, even with the, the man who bought the field, and um, we look at that and we say, is there like some sort of ethical dilemma in this, that, that he knew the value of the field but, but went and sold it? And, and Jesus doesn't seem to be concerned with that part of the conversation. 
because he says what, what matters to me and what I'm trying to help you guys understand, and maybe even in jarring kinds of terms, is, is the response to the discovery is what matters. For, for these two men and these two stories, what we find is even what they would deem priceless begins to, trans, to be transformed. That, that the way they value things, the, the things that they would determine to be valuable over everything else, all of a sudden, whatever, it else, whatever else it was that they possessed became less valuable to them than the treasure that they had discovered. That Jesus, as he's telling these two very short stories, is, is helping us understand that, that once a person realizes the value of the kingdom, once a person realizes the value, whether, it, whether they stumbled over it or, or they discovered it after a long quest of searching for what's true, he says what they do in response to this treasure is what matters. What they do in response to, the, to a set of values that have been transformed as they, as they encounter the kingdom is what matters, that their values will change dramatically. What they deem priceless will be transformed. They, they begin to pursue the one thing, right? It becomes this incredibly clarifying moment as, as they move from saying, I'm chasing after all of the things, or I'm, I'm, I'm even enjoying the quest, and my life has been marked by the search for this valuable thing. And then we find it, right? Then they find it, and, and then it becomes about taking hold of that one thing. That it's not just about the discovery. It's not just about whether accidental or, um, or after the long quest, but it's about the next step and what happens in response to that. So the discovery does matter, right? The, the kingdom does matter. It does matter that, that there is treasure, that there is something worth more than we can imagine. It does matter that we discover. It does matter that, that whether it's because of our quest or because we've, we've come to, to understand something that, that maybe is a surprise to us, that, 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 the, that the discovery matters, that it does matter that our eyes are, are kind of like looking at the world differently. It does matter that, that we learn to value something differently. It does matter that, that we've been given something beyond anything we could have expected, that the discovery matters, that, that this is a treasure, right? The kingdom that, that Jesus is describing, the invitation that's been extended to us to, to see the world differently, to, to understand everything else about our lives through the lens of this is the kingdom of God. To understand that, to understand that treasure changes everything. So the discovery matters, but what we do with that discovery matters too. That, that it's not just about taking hold of or, or taking possession of a thing, but, but it's saying, so I have found this. And what am I going to do with it? Right? I have discovered this thing. And, and, in, and what Jesus seems to be saying in these stories is, is it matters that you find it. Right? It matters that and in some ways that you are found by this treasure but it also matters that you take hold of it. It also matters that it changes the way you live in response to that, that, that the discovery matters, but, but the response to the discovery matters too. What we do with the discovery matters. This is the journey of discipleship. This is what it looks like for us to grow closer and closer and closer to the picture of what Jesus has painted for us for our lives to look like to understand that, that, the, that the journey of discipleship starts with the discovery, right? It starts with, with us maybe stumbling on or, or having searched for a long, long time to, to find the true thing, the thing of, of value. It starts with that. It starts with uh, maybe our stories all look differently, but it starts with, with God meeting us right where we are, right in the middle of the ordinary or at the, in the middle of the searching that, that we find ourselves in this moment and it starts right there right where you are, whether you're looking for it or not, that the discipleship journey begins with that discovery. But it doesn't end with that discovery, right? It's, it's, there is next steps. There, there, are, there is an opportunity to, to move forward, to understand this. There's a, a simple framework to say that, that we discover, right? So we could say that, that we see something new, that we see the truth of, of Jesus Christ, and, and we begin to then see the world differently because of that, that, that we have found him, 
or maybe even more accurately, that, that he has found us, that he has, he has drawn us to himself, that this discovery has been made, that all of a sudden things are different because we have now found the treasure that's worth investing the rest of our lives in. And so we see, right, we, we begin to see, we, we see Jesus and we see the kingdom and we see these things and then, and then we begin to, to listen, right, that as we begin to focus our attention on what we've seen, as, as we talk about the one thing, the thing that's worth value, the, things that, the thing that we should take hold of above everything else, that as we begin to focus on that, as we begin to, to, to focus our attention and our affection on the things that, the things that matter, that we move from discovery to, to hearing, right, that that as we pay attention, that, that Jesus speaks, that God speaks through his word, that God speaks to us through prayer, that, that we can hear God as, as he's directing us in the way that we're supposed to live our lives. So we move from, from see to hear, right? That, that we listen, that, that, we, that we focus our attention, that we focus our affections, and then we obey. That it's, it's discovery, it's see, it's hear, it's, it's listening to Jesus speak to us as we go about the rest of our lives. And then it's being prepared to obey what he has for us. When he speaks, that we're ready to listen. That, that we talk about the, the things that we value. That, that as, we, as, as we discover the, the, the treasure, as we, as we listen to Jesus speak, as we listen to God speak to us, and then as we, as we respond in obedience, what we're going to find is that, that our values are going to be transformed. That, that the things that Jesus is going to talk about often are, 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 are the things that we're holding on to or that we're allowing to hold on to us that are, that are keeping us from growing closer to what he has for us. And so we talk of, of obedience. What is it that we value? What is it that we're clinging to? To move through this process, not just to, to be satisfied with discovery. I think discovery, we have to value it. We have to, to be grateful for the fact that, that God met us right where we are, that, that in the midst of our searching, in the midst of our stumbling, in the midst of our wandering, that, that the kingdom has been found, that, that there is something that's valuable. But then we have to, be, have to be willing to take the next step to begin to, to focus our attention, to, to create the space in our lives that, that allows God to speak to us, right? To, to spend time listening to him in prayer, to spend time listening to him through his word, to, to listen to God speak, and then to respond in obedience, to, to not simply be satisfied with, with the discovery. The discovery matters, but the next step matters, and the next step matters, and the next step matters, that, that, we, can, that we can keep looking Right? Maybe that's the, the big lesson for us, is that we keep looking, that, that we keep listening, that we make room in our lives for God to speak, that we, that we, allow, that we allow Jesus to speak into our lives, and that, that we're ready to respond. Because what happens next matters. The, the things that, that come our way, the, the next step in the journey matters. May we be a people. May we be a people who, who find joy in the discovery. Maybe for some of us, we need to pause and look back and say, I remember I remember when I discovered, right? I remember when, when the lights came on, when, when I began to realize the things that I had valued up to that point were not nearly as valuable as what Jesus had done for me. To understand what it looks like to have found the treasure and then to realize that, that we can find joy in the discovery, but then we can find joy in the discipleship journey as well. That we can say, well, so what's the next step? That, that we, have our, we have find joy in the discovery and then we find joy in saying, so Jesus, what are you saying? What is it that you want me to do? What is it that you want me to know? And then, and then what does it look like for me to live this out? What does it look like for me to respond in obedience as you speak? To recognize that, that the story is, is not just a story of, of us valuing the treasure that's been found in whatever field it is that, that's most consistent with our journey, but to recognize that there is value in us because of the discovery, that the discovery was there to begin with because God values us, because the kingdom, the kingdom is for us. 
right? That, that God loves us so much that he sent his son to make a way for us to, to be part of the big story that he's writing in such a personal and beautiful kind of way. Let's keep journeying together.